Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy in Dear Abby. My wife is working out of single woman Dear Abby. She thinks way too much of She had to get married. Dear Pod. had a version of Star Search that I just wanted to be on so badly. What would your talent be? What wouldn't it be? Pick well, anything from my grab bag of skills. But I'm asking you. I'm oh, not, a singing. I'm not I would be that. singing, okay. but also there was a time when I tried to start a girl group because who didn't? I didn't. Remember I told you we were called licentious? <laughs> because I was also very good at English. That yes. should have been my skill. <laughs> yes. I will now conjugate verbs. Well, this is going to be exciting. That sounds great. Rolls right off the tongue. Wow, you are a target for these people. I'm a target for the people who just want to deliver their inner monologue to me, like strangers. People want to confess, like, deepest secrets to you, but people just want to say stupid things around me. Huh. I think I've talked about this. God forbid I repeat myself. It but happens. if But if I'm with a person in an elevator, the person will inevitably go, oh, God, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Or like they'll just say whatever they're thinking. And I'll be, I was in an aisle and my jewels actually saw it one day at a shop right because things oh. are going well. And I'm, I'm, I'm like in the canned goods section. Mm-hmm. And, and there was a woman near me and she was like, just gotta get tomatoes. Just gotta get, okay, where are the tomatoes? And people feel a need to open up their mouth and just speak next to me. I don't know. And I, people always ask me stupid questions. Because I look like I work everywhere. Sure. I know everything. Maybe a little tip is to keep AirPods in. Because that's it what doesn't, I do. Honest to God, I Patty. I just keep moving. I have done it my whole life. I put AirPods in. I put a hoodie on. I could put a bag and mattress over my head. Have you ever thought about um, putting fake blood all over at the front of your sweatshirt? Wouldn't make an ounce of difference. I promise you. There was a day that I was on the train station. And I was on the phone with somebody surrounded by other people who were not even on their phones. They were available for information. And one guy comes out of nowhere in the middle of me talking to somebody. is like, hey, do you know stuff about the things? And I literally, of course, this is me. This is what I pop. And I was like, I'm on the phone. Look around. Ask anyone else. Anyone. The day that somebody asked me if this was the A train when I was standing right underneath the sign that said A train, and I just looked at her and I pointed up at the sign and I went A like I like a New Yorker, like a fucking New Yorker. Yeah, I've arrived. Yeah, I'm hot now. Okay, can we can we unpack a couple things? Yeah, sure. First of all, I came downstairs today to find a wonderful package waiting for me, and I said, Jules, put that away. There's something else. <laughs> There's something else here on a table that says Anne and Jules, and it looks like a Valentine. It's teeth. Do you choo choo choose me? If it's teeth, I'm definitely cashing these in. That's got to be worth something. It feels like teeth. Suck a bag of dicks. Shut up. Shut up. Oh, for the listening audience, (laughs) as a gift. To me and my fancy jewels, and probably inspired by last week with our fabulous guest, Natalie Joy Johnson, who talked about sex toys for a good solid two hours. Um, My co-host has purchased for me a bag of dicks. 
It is 100 candy. pieces of candy in the shape of a D. <laughs> They're very colorful. They're very wonderful. I mean, and they come in all sorts of sizes. They really do. Colors. We should probably have these afterwards so that the audience doesn't have to hear me suck it. I'd love to suck on a dick afterwards. I know. Well, it says at the top, I love that their tagline, tell them to suck it. Did we invent these? We might have. I feel like everything we say on this podcast comes true. We manifest hard. When you sent me that last night, last night, ladies and gentlemen of the pod, we have talked about the initial real world experience, real world New York. The original real Seven world for MTV. Mm-hmm. Right. The first and only, in my opinion, the, good the, cast. The hands down. Mm-hmm. And then Aaron sends me something last night that they're reuniting the entire cast and bringing them back. I. Did you pee a little? Exploded. Yeah. I mean, it's the best thing. I am immediately taken back to that. Julie. I want to know where Julie's been. The thing about the first one is, like, you felt like you were, like, you knew how cold it was outside. Do you know oh, what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, everything was, like, so raw. Like, the city was really raw. The neighborhood was a little raw. Even the apartment looked drafty because they didn't pretty it up then. It no. wasn't about pimping it out. It was about, we just found this loft. Right. We put- Live in it for three months. Yeah. And- had their lives taped to find out what happens when people stop being nice and start getting dragged across the street by a very large dog (laughs) if if they're going to do this and reboot this with the original cast they've got to take it back to like the original apartment and they got to do it like it was done yeah i doubt eric niece would be like yeah sure i'm I'm fine i'll sleep in a closet with heather b i'm cool but not only that, but like that apartment right now is probably in the center of like, well, I guess I guess they could do it now. They could no do it now. Nobody's in Tribeca. Nobody is. I don't know if you've ever gone down like like around Prince Street. Nothing is there anymore. Oh, that's going to be creepy coming out of this. It's creepy now. But maybe that's the thing. They're like, let's bring the back the real world cast. That's what New York needs. This is as empty. <laughs> New York is as empty now as it was back in 1994-something. I, I don't know. I don't remember because I was only like 10. Uh, <laughs> right. My excitement. And just for the record, I find it odd that everything we discuss on this podcast ends up manifesting. Vianetta, real world. Then You know what? A million dollars is going to be infused into the coffers of Dear Pod. I'm saying it right now. I mean. I'm reading my Valentine from you. My gynecologist says I can't have sex for at least three weeks. What did your dentist say? (laughs) (laughs) That's so right. Here you go, Julesy. Put it up on the walls, huh? Buy yourself something pretty. Make it nice. Suck a bag of dicks right here. We'll put that on on the Instagram so that the people can say. Speaking of which... Business time. Okay. Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, Ernie Hudson. Who's it? Oh. Yeah, Ghostbusters. Oh. Uh, Grace and Frankie. He's oh. on Grace and Frankie? Yes. He's built. His arms, mm. But who are you? I don't, I'm Casey Anthony. Oh. <gasps> <laughs> I was going to say Casey Kasem, but that's a man. That is a man. And we don't do that around no, here, I'm man. Casey Kasem. Oh, my God. I thought that was something that he hit. I thought that what? was... I thought what? that was... 
You sounded so different, and I was looking away, and it actually scared the crap out of me. Have you ever listened to Casey Kasem? I thought that was his thing. I used to listen to Casey Kasem all the time. It was like no matter what happened, he was he said like his voice was always like in this. And now we have a letter from down and out in Illinois, dear Casey. I I just slaughtered my wife and three (laughs) children in the basement. I'm ready to clean up, but I just need something to get me going. So here we go. Living on the edge, living on a prayer. Bon Jovi for you. Cleaning up that mess in your basement. We'll be right back. Casey's Top 40. Casey Kasem. Wait, I want to get back to that. Put a pin in it because it reminds me of something. All right. We're coming to you from the Maha'a Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? Well, okay. Uh, I, I guess this one goes out to my boy Wayne in room 302. He has fluid in his lungs. He's got fluid. He's got fluid. He's got fluid. What is that from? Scrubs. It's from Scrubs. We're back to the long clips, ladies and gents. Long clips for you. And long clips every week, because this week, again, like all weeks, we are peeling back the onion on the advice columns of Ann Landers and Dear Abby. We're slicing, dicing, sautéing them, folding them into your delicious omelets, and serving them to you, dear listeners, with a side of sass. So follow us on your social medias. What are you waiting for? At Dear Pod Official on your Instagram, your Twitter, and your Face Place. Uh, you can always send us an email with your advice questions to dearpodofficial at gmail.com. We may pick your question to be answered upon the air if you are in need of wisdom and advice. Always you can go to our website, dearpodofficial.com, where we have every lost episode just sitting, waiting to be peeled back oh. by you. And finally... Our Patreon page, patreon.com slash dearpodofficial. Give us money to keep being funny. Two subscriber levels, only $3 or $5 a month. And for that money, you get extra tidbits, like videos of me falling down the stairs (laughs) on TikTok, (laughs) and other gems like cocktail recipes and whatnot, little special items every week. So go there, patreon.com slash dearpodofficial. I want to take a quick second before we go back to Casey Kasem because I have so I want to talk about Casey Kasem. Okay. Um, I want to do a quick shout out to a couple super fans that I feel like need to be acknowledged of the pod. Just like like we have lots of super fans, but specifically uh, Darren Patterson, who every time I post something about there being a new episode, he's the first one to give us a heart. And he also has a podcast of his own. It's about SNL. So check him out. Darren Patterson and James Donegan, who's always <laughs> game for a good time. You always know when they've listened to them. It's very exciting. So join the family of the super fans. Reach out to us. Send us love emojis. Shout outs. <clears throat> Let's go to Casey Kasem for a minute. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought, like, this is why I love the 80s, is the unexpected stars. That guy was, who would give that guy that gig with that voice these days? And he was married to, um, right, who, oh. she was also on Cheers. Was she? She was Nick Tortelli's 
<gasps> new wife. My beautiful wife, Loretta. Loretta. And she had a high voice, too. What's with that family? <clears throat> Could you imagine Thanksgiving's at the Kasem? Hey, I'm going to need you to pass those mashed potatoes, and here's the newest one from Aretha Franklin. <laughs> Wait, the two of them in bed. I think I'm going to deliver, and I'm going to enter your vagina. <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, 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 this one goes out to my wife, Jean. Here's a very special one from Phil Collins, who also happens to be in this bedroom tonight. Phil, take it away. I'm going to su-su-studio your vagina. Oh, yes, you are. I can feel me coming in the air tonight, and so will you, with his Top 50 by Phil Collins. I love Casey Kasem because I have such weird memories of um, <laughs> first when I was in, in junior high, I was like, I want to take voice lessons. So what did we do back in those days? My mother opened up the yellow pages and she just turned it to voice lessons. And the first one that came up was, I think his name is Roy Nelson. So we'll have to ask her today. So apparently there weren't a lot because was, he's Roy Nelson. That's there an was, R. <laughs> they're all the way down. No, no, it's just that he could afford. There was a no advanced ad. class, apparently. No, I didn't go for like reading tiny letters. What is the biggest ad on the page you can show me? And Roy took out like a quarter page ad, sure. and it was like, "Learn to sing like Cher." I taught Cher. <laughs> away from me. We'd get in the car Saturday mornings. We'd drive. I'd be listening to Casey Kasem, you know, to get inspiration. Sure. And we get there and the guy, it looks like a 1950s recording studio, which I would think was quirky now. But at the time I was like, what is this? Like it was, it was creepy looking. And he had pictures of himself all over the walls with famous people. Sure. Of but course. basically, it was just that he went to their concert and took a picture with them afterwards at some sort of weird meet and greet. It did- I shot, I taught Cher. Dot, dot, dot. Out of garden. <laughs> One weekend. I taught Cher how to spell my name correctly on the autograph. <laughs> I taught Celine how to use a Sharpie. <laughs> What's that Vince guy? Vince August, Vince Gill. Oh, Vince Gill. There was like a picture of Vince Gill. Vince August? Vince August. August let's uh, let's come up with a few names for this kid. Vince August. Vince, Vince Rubber. Vince Dirt. Vince, Vince Lubrication what's Device. What's his name again? Vince Gill. Let's just go with that. <laughs> sure, Vince Gill. I never seen... But he was... his walls were covered, and he made it seem like he taught all of these people how to sing great. So I, my parents are with me, and now they have to stay in like the waiting room while I go into my class with him. And he's at the piano, and he's about 580 years old. And he sits oh. down at the piano, and he's like, all right, let's get an idea of how you sound. And I was at the microphone behind him, and he was like, let's do scales. So he plays the scale, and I just was quiet so that I could hear what it was. I, I didn't sing. I, I hadn't sung. And he went, he played the scale, and then he went, good, a little bit louder. <laughs> <laughs> Roy Nelson said, I just remember listening to Casey Kasem. Every weekend, I went to Roy Nelson, and I learned nothing. So we'll have to ask my mother about Roy Nelson when we, when we call her later. How long did you study with Roy? 
I'm sure that I gave it a good two months, like I gave everything. Because that wasn't the last time that he thought that I was singing when I wasn't singing. I went, like, he gave me songs to work on. What'd you work on? An Amy Grant song. Which one? I can't remember. I just knew it was Amy Grant. You don't remember the song that you worked on? It was all, like, 80s pop, 90s pop that he get. No, it can't have been 90s. Well, she only had one pop album, and then she sang with Peter Cetera, and then she went straight back to the cross. Yes, she did. And then she sings to the Jesus. Yeah. With hair like that. You got to thank someone. With a backlight, yeah. <laughs> oh, that just tickled She's like, you know what? Just heart. brush my curls out. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> Who's got a pick? <laughs> just keep brushing it. Don't worry. Don't put any product. Baby, baby. <laughs> Loved her. I know. I still, She's on my mix, too. Amy my run-in Grant. mix. Wow, you... Have very specific taste. I bet you could tweet at Amy Grant and she'd tweet you right back. She's very accessible. <laughs> she had like open heart surgery too. Amy Grant. Could you send her a bag of dicks? <laughs> she's mar- Is she really married to Vince Gill? Yeah. Shut up. Yes, they had they had a duet on the Speechless soundtrack with Wait, Gina Davis and Michael Keaton. He gave me an Amy <clears throat> Grant song. Vince Gill was on his wall. You think there they you got? Go. They were in cahoots with Roy Nelson. <laughs> Who wasn't? She was like, Roy, Jesus wants my song spread far and wide. Give it to a small, awkward ginger in Boston. I don't think Jesus wants that spread <laughs> far and wide. If you know what I mean, get back in the van, eh? Oh, let's do this thing. We are here. We are lubed. We are ready. We're we are going to be last edited week. down. We're gonna, everything you hear is gold, it's... and none of it is making it to air. <laughs> we haven't even pressed record. <laughs> I trust my jewels. Do I? I don't. All right. So this week, our theme is inspired by the events of last week. The theme is accidents. Slips, trips, falls, nips. Nip slips. Nip slips. Anything can happen when you fall and go ass over tea kettle, which, you know, after I posted that video, which, by the way, dear listeners, uh, if you join Patreon, you'll get the full original video, including me rolling around on the ground while Jules (laughs) stood over me. Waiting for it to stop. (laughs) He's like, I've been here before. It'll peter out. (laughs) Let her cry it out. (laughs) Think she's dead yet? Nah, she would have dropped the bottle. Somebody posted underneath the video what I posted on my personal Instagram. They posted, why do I feel like you've spent the majority of your life with a bruised tailbone? Not wrong. They're not wrong. I am quite accident prone. But uh, surprisingly, not broken a lot of things. I mean, You're like like tub thumping. You get knocked down, but you get up again. (laughs) And then I disappear from public view. <laughs> and that's all she's got. 25 years, yeah. that's all I've got. I, I, I'm like a Three Stooges episode in that the way I hurt myself is always ridiculous. Like I broke my thumb playing kickball. I broke my collarbone because I rolled out of bed. I used to stumbled roll to out kitchen. of bed. Uh-huh. I, I tried to stumble. I actually stumbled, stumbled out of bed and stumbled to the kitchen. Call my doctor because my collarbone is broken. Fell out of bed doing that. Um, I twisted. I, I I didn't just twist my ankle. Like I magnificently sprained it on two stairs. You just stairs want attention, or not? That's all. I do, and I wear terrible footwear. It was a flat that did that to me. Shitty flat, and I rolled over my ankle, 
and I got this. That it's like when the tendon pulls on your ankle and a chip of bone comes off of your foot. Huh. It will never be the same. It sounds super interesting. Are you a paper? <laughs> are you a, are you a person who falls a lot? Why do I feel like you're not? Because you're very con- like. Mm, I'm clumsy, but I don't fall a lot. Have you broken anything? I'm not going to say that out loud because then I'll just jinx myself and then I'll like break my neck on the way home. Wait, you're telling me as you sit across from me right now, you've never broken, twisted, sprained anything on your body. Uh, I've never broken anything, no. You've never broken a bone? This is all original. This is original. All of it, including the teeth. Oh, you know, wait, you've, you've never, have you sprained anything? Hurt yourself? You work out a lot though. Yeah. I mean, I had my shoulder fixed, but... Oh, that's just... right. Your shoulder... Give me something to work with. Yeah, I, I tore a 360-degree labral tear in my shoulder. But, but what I like it. is as you're saying this, you're tilting it forward so it looks like it's you also, heard it tipping. And it's also <laughs> the wrong shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I want to put the extra built one forward. This one like... feels like, but me. <laughs> you're always talking about your torn you're shoulder. You're always talking about the red shoulder. What about me? I've been solid Dude. this whole time. <laughs> I just make up for all the things that red shoulder doesn't do. <laughs> I can lift all the weights. Because didn't you, did you hurt it working out? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. You didn't hurt yourself ever doing something stupid like me? Just walking, breathing? Oh, I mean, I told you that I was slamming into a, a, a metal door frame when in college, like, fucking around. Did you and break the, anything from that? I collapsed one of my um, air passages. Like a lung? No. I just told you my air passage. Well, my l- lung is an air passage. How did you collapse an air passage? The impact of my face into a metal frame collapsed the center of my nose. Did you have your nose fixed? No. It's crooked. No. They just had to go in five years later to rip open the center of it because I kept getting horribly sick. Did you get your deviated septum fixed? Is that what that was? Um, I guess. Why am I getting kind of turned on right now? I don't know. I'm like, tell me more about you hurting yourself. I woke up after the surgery. I'm like, this feels great. And just like... Carrie White, just blood everywhere. My mom's like, holy shit! <laughs> You're not going to the prom like that, you whore! You're a whore in the closet! <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Well, then I'm getting any accident that you don't have in life, I have absorbed it on behalf of all the people. Seems like it. Yeah, it takes not... But I, I do bounce back pretty easily. Well, you're like a weeble wobble. Yeah, punch me in the face. I'd love to. <laughs> So let's do it. All right. Let's, we've got articles with an accidental theme this yes. week. Breaks, sprains, pains. Do it. Or do you want me to go first? Oh, why don't you go first? Oh, since I'm the one who gets into all the accidents. You might as well start first. I might as well be the accident. <laughs> <laughs> like your mom said. Oh, my God. I kept an article open that's going to be on a grab bag episode. Uh-huh. And I need to write it down, but I just I just want to give you guys like a teaser for the next grab bag that we do. Okay. Just want to say that the title of that is called Slipped Wig Worries. Oh. If you don't want to tune in to the following episodes, next time we do grab bag, then it's your fault and you're missing out. All right. Accidents. Well, then we should probably both purchase some Ava Gabor wigs. Maybe we'll do wigs as a theme. Lord knows they wear enough of them in their I pictures. Mean. Christ. All right. This is from the Indianapolis Star. Indianapolis. 
Indiana. One of these days I'm going to say Indianapolis, Texas, and you're going to be surprised. Last week you couldn't get through Indianapolis. Indianapolis. June 30th, 1977. Accident-prone boy, really ill! <laughs> Which, by the way, they she used like all, she used capital I, lowercase LL. So when I first read this article, I thought it's it. <laughs> Accident-prone boy, really? Three. Like the third. Oh, sure. Really the third. Accident boy, the third. <laughs> Look at accident boy. The Uh-oh. third. Poor <laughs> Brittle Bones boy is in the room. <laughs> Let me call the brittle folk. <laughs> oh, dear Ann Landers, I read the letter from Hard Luck Harry in the Arkansas Gazette and had to write. I hope his parents read this. We too have a son, 19 years of age. We also thought he was accident prone. Like the other lad, our boy totaled a car and was in was a regular in the emergency room of the hospital. A collarbone, right here, or an arm had to be set. A head needed to be stitched up. I can't count the number of injuries. Our doctor would just say, oh, no, not again. Then a serious illness turned into a blessing. An abnormal EEG showed up. We tried for months to find out what was wrong. Then a wonderful team of doctors at the Children's Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee, made an exception. They took our 18-year-old college freshman. The diagnosis was epilepsy. It was a shock, but we calmed down when the doctors assured us his illness could be controlled by drugs. They were right. He He hasn't had an accident since. It breaks my heart when I recall the physical and mental anguish our boy went through before we got the real problem. Please urge all parents who have accident-prone children to seek good medical help immediately. It might be something else besides bad luck, signed Arkansas Mother. Dear Mother, thank you for your enlightening letter. Problem, most people think they have good medical help until it turns out to be bad. My advice is to get another opinion. Man, I've gone through five gynecologists. And until one of them tells me I'm a woman, I'm not going to stop. I want a 50th opinion. My Jules loves doctors. He loves going to a variety of doctors. He has a a virtual potpourri of people to pick from. Specialists. Ooh. My question is this. Mm -hmm. This is a parent, Mm -hmm. right? Mm Mm-hmm. This is a letter from one of those parents that I don't understand how they have children. <laughs> like, if your son is accident prone, maybe he should see somebody. Maybe he should. It only took him 18 years. Do you have years. to write a total fucking stranger in a different state to, like, address this problem? If your kid is falling down the stairs all the time, maybe something's fucking wrong with him. Maybe it was that whole dropping down on the ground and shaking and the foam coming out of his mouth that should have been a tell. I, I mean, it's not a shake weight. What's wrong with this kid? <laughs> But what is? But I come from a family that you could be bleeding from the eyeballs, and they're like, I'll give it a month. Then maybe your mother is one of the people I'm talking about. Yes, absolutely. That shouldn't have children. Do you want to bring it up Aaron's asleep in the drawer right now. (laughs) Why? Your daughter rolled out of bed and broke her collarbone. And you know what the solution was? I was the kid that had the slings on the side of the the bed. They They had to get bumpers. I was a bumper baby. Because sure. I kept rolling out of beds. How big were you? A substantial sized child. Violet. She's well. turning violent. <laughs> it wasn't so much that I was round. It was just that I had incredible strength in my sleep. <laughs> sure. I could blast through small walls. But She's they had trying to, get to do bumpers. orange theory again in her sleep. 
She keeps counting down from eight. (laughs) (laughs) She has that tiny little baby abacus that she's trying to count her calories. Only five more reps. She's no child should have a six pack. Have you ever seen a kid who's built? What? Like a six or seven year old who has a a six pack. Why would I do that? Like I was at I don't know some public pool or some crap. You know, pre-COVID days when sure. I thought that was a good idea to be around other yeah, people. Yeah, in a and, public pool. And yeah. liquid stews. Yeah. Human stew. And and there was a kid that had like washboard abs and, and really good shoulders. I'm not saying okay. this in like okay. a sexy yeah. way. Listen, Everybody tap the brakes before I get canceled. <laughs> but I was... If you need to walk around the block for a second. The worst part off. was I was like, God, I want that kid's arms. Oh, oh. shit. He's like six. And and he probably just got those playing Nintendo or Wii or something, but you like saddle up. Hey, <laughs> so do you do CrossFit? What's 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 what do you what's your secret? Is it creatine? Huh? Do you intermittent fast? What, mom? What the fuck are you doing talking to my son? I'm sorry. I just have like a couple more questions. So really, is it like um, is it is a combination of like cardio and strength? Can I, or can I buy you a drink at the bar? <laughs> Like juice, Timmy. Timmy, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Who the hell are you? I'm, I'm so I'm sorry, ma'am. I'll, I'll I'll give you your son back in a minute. I just need to find out if he does like a plank a day, or you know, what is doing this to this child? Why are you abnormally built? No, I don't. I, I, I mean, don't think I I don't think it would go well if I accosted a child that um was well built. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I really need. Is that all we need to say about that? I think that's all. Yeah. So what happened to Patrick? Well, um, he, he was asked a, a kid. Uh, <laughs> he asked that well-built toddler over there a question. And next thing you know, he was murdered. He's doing 20 to 30. Yeah. <laughs> Danbury. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's, he was you, just don't, you just don't go to Kentucky and open up your gay pride flag <laughs> mouth. <laughs> And ask any question. And ask if he belongs to Equinox. Yeah. Wow. All right, give me an article. This is from the Nashua Telegraph, Nashua, New Hampshire. I'm so proud of you. You did it. Thursday, March 11th, 1971. Dear Abby, I am 39 and Edwin is 40. We've been married for 19 years, and I'm not saying our marriage has been a bed of roses, but then, whose has? About a year ago, Edwin tried to run me down with his car. But... <laughs> You're joking. Wait, is that real? Yes, but I was too quick for him. Of course he denied it. Said the brakes didn't hold, but he was lying. A few months ago, Edwin was on the roof fixing a leak, and I was down below turning on the garden hose when he tried to drop a heavy metal toolbox on my head. It missed me by a hair. I just don't know what he will pull next. Abby, I've heard rumors about him and a neighbor lady whose husband has gone for months at a time working on a ship. If Edwin wants to get rid of me, why doesn't he just say so? If I didn't have nine kids, I'd leave him tomorrow. That's a joke. Nine kids. Signed, Suspicious. Oh, okay, go ahead. Dear Suspicious, if you suspect Edwin is trying to get rid of you, beat him to the punch and get rid of him. If you can't afford a lawyer, see a local legal aid society. Better to be suspicious and alive than the dead victim of an quote-unquote accident. P.S. If he asks you to go hunting, fishing, boating, or mountain climbing with him, don't go. (laughs) This article's so good! 
You got an article and you got an article. First of all, again, your fault for having the nine kids. You've locked yourself into this panic room. Now you can't get out. Second, if he bought an anvil from the Acme company, uh, get the fuck out of there. Leave the kids behind and leave. I don't know why these pants say TNT on them. <laughs> What's that smell? I like that he tries to kill I her can't get out of, style. <laughs> I can't get out of this garage. The car's still running. Holy shit. Is that gas? I, sm- I feel funny. I'm the only word the kids go. I'm oh, sorry. Shit. He's way into accidents if he's had nine kids. I'll say. <laughs> I'm he tried to run me over. He said it was an accident. But I'm too quick for him is the best. I would love to know the scenario. Like, was it like they were at the grocery store and she's like, you know, putting the groceries in the car, and then he just, like, starts to slowly back her over. I picture a more War of the Roses, like, outright, he's chasing her down the street, like, and she's just running and swerving, running and swerving, because, you know, moving targets are difficult to hit. Well, what's the conversation once they get back together, like, in the house? Like, what the hell was that? What are you talking about? What am I talking about? You tried to hit me with a car. I ran for two miles as if I were a serpent down the fucking street. (laughs) You are so lucky that I do orange. Th- Why do you think I do orange theory? I don't trust the my jewels. Work. It seemed like they worked when you spun around and came back the other way. <laughs> well, I didn't do anything. Huh. Well, you did say, stop moving. I'm trying to kill you. That was kind of the tell. I heard you say, stop, bitch. I can't hit you if you keep running. <laughs> no, I was, I was singing a song. What song? George Michael and Aretha Franklin. Yeah, I knew you were waiting. To it was kill on the B sides. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you were waiting and to kill I me. I knew you were waiting to hit me. That is an awesome article. Yeah. What is and the fact that he tries to hit you with a car and again, you know, she's like, you know what? I'll give it about six more months and three more kids. Also, why would you bring a full toolbox up to your roof? That feels like a well. That's an accident waiting. But you know what? And again, it's like an just, accident waiting to happen. He if just you don't want to be happens. married to her, then why don't you just say, like, what's the, what's, do you really think you're going to, like, all of a sudden be, like, the smartest man on, like, Cherry Lane? And be <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I got rid of her. No one ever figured it out. Now, who knew? These people, I've watched enough Dateline. These people are so stupid. I watch the Oxygen Network. You should be a smarter <laughs> woman. The how-to guide of how to kill your husband. And what did she marry, Macaulay Culkin from Home Alone? Like two paint cans swinging (laughs) towards her head. I don't (laughs) know. How do you... you These micro-machines. How do you as the wife explain that away? It's like, well, I came to bed and there were a whole bunch of tacks face up. Can you imagine her like... Going to like family dinner at her mom's house? How was your night? Oh, it was so good. Except for my feet hurt. What happened? I was, I got out of bed. I went downstairs to get some milk and there were a thousand micro mini machines on the floor. <laughs> and by the time I got my, got myself back together, two paint cans came swimming, swinging at me from the second floor. God. And then I tried to open up the front door. It was on fire. Someone had put the heating pad from the, from the outdoor barbecue on it. And then in the Looney Tunes category, she's like, well, I went to the bathroom, but then there was a big bomb on it that said, boom! And, you know, it's like Roadrunner. (laughs) I opened the door to the bedroom and I heard beep, beep, and then I fell three floors down to the basement. (laughs) I don't know what Peter is trying to do to me. 
I don't know. Anyway, I, I'm planning anyway, on getting him a cake for his birthday. I'm breastfeeding our sixth son right now, and I've got a seventh one on the way. So until I reach nine, then maybe I'll figure out if I want to stay with him. You really should leave him. You know what? He's really a sweet guy. What? <laughs> I don't know why he's trying to kill me. <laughs> Such a shame. I keep stapling the condoms to his shirt. <laughs> this article. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. So proud. I almost want to read the wig article now, but I won't. I won't because that is reserved. Okay. This next one comes from the Morning News, Patterson, New Jersey. Hey, hey. December 10th, 1977. Ha ha. Let me see if I can find it. Let me just scroll. All right, here we go. Dear Ann Landers, my wife, Alma... God, my, wife, that name. my wife, my wife Alma and I are both in our middle 60s. Her mother lives in Florida with a younger daughter. My mother-in-law fell and broke her hip in April. Alma took off like a rocket. I have been alone for seven months, not knowing how to fry an egg. I call Florida twice a week from New York, and Alma says her mother is coming along fine, but her sister must work to make a living, and somebody has to stay with their mother. I've learned to cook a little and run the washing machine, but I'm getting fed up being alone. What's your advice? Signed, Abandoned. Dear Ab, tell (laughs) Alma to contact a visiting nurse or home health care service. Look in the phone book and find Roy Nelson. Or call community referral. She should arrange for someone to care for her mother during the day so she can come home while she still has one. Seven months is a long time for a husband to be left on his own. I'd say you've been more than patient. Hey, man. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? It's the 70s. I don't know how to fry an egg. My wife has to come home to wipe my ass for me. I can't do it on my own. And frankly... If that's the kind of relationship oh, they have, that's why she's like, uh, I need to stay down here with my mother. Meanwhile, come to find out like the mother died six months before. I'm just taking care of her hip. I can't come back up. I, uh, it's, uh, she really needs help. That's the whole thing. Good luck frying that egg and wiping that ass. Good luck to you. same time. Peace. <laughs> if you can an egg and wipe your ass at the same time. I don't want that breakfast. <laughs> this is one hell of a magic show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that breakfast. <laughs> These eggs it? smell like shit. Well, oh my God, is that Vegemite? What's on your hand? <laughs> <laughs> who wants Nutella? Oh my God, we're disgusting. <laughs> we're disgusting. <laughs> Here we go. I don't know. This is this is uh, this is uh, oh. say accident. <laughs> <clears throat> the Daily News, Port Angeles, Washington, Tuesday, October eighth, nineteen seventy four. Dear Abby, Roy and I are engaged to be married. My problem is is that he has gotten the same girl pregnant three times. <gasps> the first time it happened, Roy. The first time it happened, Roy didn't know me. The girl was in high school, and. She lost the baby, so Roy got off lucky. The second time, Roy was home from the army on an emergency furlough. His father had died. He had come home for the funeral. Roy said he went to see the girl, and she wanted to take his mind off of his sorrow. She had the baby, which Roy still supports. Right after Roy gave me a ring, this girl turns up pregnant again. She claims it's Roy's. I think she she was just trying to hook him. 
He tried to talk her into an abortion, but she refused. She says that abortion is murder. It's against her conscience. And besides, it's a sin. She's having the baby in November, and I plan to get married in December. Roy says if I forgive him and marry him anyway, he will never look at another girl as long as he lives. Would you marry him? Signed, in love with Roy. Roy then left and started a vocal instruction <laughs> business in Boston where he's teaching girls who are 13 years old how to sing despite the fact that he cannot hear them. <laughs> Let's see how this works out. Roy helped Cher. Cher's pregnant. <laughs> Roy helped Cher into her chair. <laughs> Dear In, no, he's accident prone doesn't learn from experience, and seems to have a serious weakness he hasn't learned how to control. You think? Now, if I have to set... If I have to sit down and write a total stranger, and uh, if I were to... Like, if I normally don't pr- proofread anything, you can ask any teacher that I've ever had. <laughs> I never reread, never rewrite. <laughs> I don't want to. I just feel like my... I feel like whatever is uh, pen to paper is uh, 100% accurate. Yeah. And totally valuable. Everybody and makes wants to 100% read every word. Sense. Mm-hmm. We'll see when I um, read, read through today's my Instagram. Yes. <laughs> now, if I were the type of person, which I'm sure, <laughs> I just laugh at it. It'd be really wonderful. I, if I was, because I probably wouldn't be in, in the uh, working situation that I'm in right now uh-huh. as a servant. Um, <laughs> I would I would read this back before I'm like I'm just gonna fill this out and send this into Dear Abby. Roy and I are engaged. He's cheated on me once. He's cheated on me twice. Three times. Roy's had a baby three times. Roy's had a baby three times with me. Okay. But not my baby. Okay. I don't have a baby. Uh huh. Roy has three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two when we're together. Two. Oh. Huh. Yeah, I Ca- guess uh, if I have a stamp, I'll send this in and ask a total stranger. I don't know what to do. I wait, don't know. What wait, carry the three. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Somebody else knows better than me. Somebody carry, carry the three, but don't carry me. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Huh. Yeah, this huh. is not right. But you know what? Something's, Let me just get an outside source to confirm. Something is really before I leave this guy for for sure. I mean, I can't make a decision right now. And then he tried to hit me with a car. He said it was an huh. accident. Huh. Really? That toolbox from the, from the roof when he's putting on Christmas lights. I feel like I should trust him. Why did he need tools on a roof? Huh. Wait a minute. We don't have Christmas lights. What is this? Roy's over- got one arm. What the fuck's he doing on the... Why is anyway, there an Abby oversized red gavel just poised in front of the door? And it looks like if I pull this string, it's uh. going to hit me in the face. I'm gonna pull it. Ah, I might as well just see. Uh, it I got nothing to else end. to do on a Saturday. Roy, why is everybody named Roy today on this podcast? Roy and what's Alma? Alma. Al- Alma. A L M A. Uh huh. Doesn't that mean soul in Spanish? Wow. I don't know why I'm looking at Jim. I know. What do you <laughs> think? Jim? He's look. You at- lived in El Salvador. Okay. Porque the whitest person you've ever seen I, in your life. I just assume the producer has all the knowledge. He doesn't know shit about shit. Look at him. He's the wizard. He can't fry an egg and wipe his ass at the same time. <laughs> but Certainly I hope don't to God, taste that. if I turn around and he's doing that in the kitchen, nothing would surprise me anymore. Sure. Quarantine. Oh, oh, 
Is that it for articles? It is. Wow. Hey, really? you know what we haven't done in a while? Your mother. Tell me about it, All especially right. after Valentine's your... Day. Oh, my God. What do you think they're doing? Do you think she's putting on like her like best lingerie and she went into town and got some sexy pictures? No, I think they're watching that movie about the tire that has a personality. What? Remember when she texted me that day and she was like, me and your father are watching a movie about a tire that's actually a person. A car tire has a personality. It's a, it's a real thing. It's a real movie. It was made in the 80s. No, Which should I, come as no shock to anybody because everything got greenlit in the 80s. Is this when we were talking about Christine? I'm like, are you sure it's not Christine? No, <laughs> yes. I don't know why. She was <clears> like, <throat> man, every, their content is, is dwindling down. We're getting excited about people playing chess and digging holes in the ground. We are reaching the bottom of the barrel. Well, you <gasps> should watch that other documentary series about the Hotel Cecil. Oh, I've already got it queued up and ready to go tonight. Because what else do we do? I don't want to talk to anybody anymore. <gasps> but I do want to talk to my mother. Um, oh. What is she wearing? I really, we haven't done the moth report in so long that I had to think about how we intro. It's time. <gasps> you don't remember, do you? I do. I'm waiting for you to start. <gasps> to cue it's me. time for the moth report. It's time to call my mother and find out if that guy's name was Roy Nelson and if he had nine children trying to kill his wife and teach me Rob Nelson and teach me voice. Rob Nelson. Is that what his name? Roy. Right now, there's some guy named Rob Nelson going. Hey, wait! I don't have VD. Don't bring me into this. Hello. Wow. Who's got energy? Oh, I'm standing in front of the store here making french fries and chicken patty sandwiches and chicken nuggets. Wait, 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 wait. Stop. Yes. You're on Weight Watchers again. I am. How many points are all those things that you just said? How many points oh, are you allowed today? they're over the top. I can't even calculate them. They're so over the top. But actually, I'm cooking it for the kids. They came for a visit for Valentine's Day, so... That usually puts me in front of the stove. Okay. So. Well, not to not to <laughs> I'm good. be anachronistic, but this episode is the post-Valentine's Day episode, so don't say Valentine's. Everybody stop moving. Don't okay. say Valentine's. Valentine's. Clear. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. Um, oh. Well, hi. Hi. It's been a minute. Hi. It has been. It's been about a month. It has been about a month since we've had a moth report. You know, I can't hear a thing you're saying. You're, you're muffled or something. Uh, say it again. <laughs> it's been about a month since we've had a moth report. Oh, yes, I know. I oh, know. Oh, Christ, this is going to be and a long And I've totally one. missed you. Uh, I've had like a little mini vacation from the pod. So uh, I'm full of energy and uh, ready to go. <laughs> well, the first thing, before we do anything, um, yes. the theme this week is accidents, slips, trips, falls. Um, Patty, I have absorbed my mother's inability to stay upright my mother once broke her ankle skiing but here's the here's the thing she kept skiing she wasn't skiing at the time we were technically at the ski lodge she was standing still she had her skis on a gust of wind came along and blew her over and she broke her ankle can you believe that can you believe Sounds that like someone that's needs outrageous <laughs> somebody needs some major boniva up in the I'd, I'd like to have a more exotic sound to it like you know well hey i broke my ankle by skiing uh but we don't need to put the details in there now do we Aaron? uh well did you at least like, sit in like the lodge and like wait till someone 
comes in and gives you some international coffees and have a small <laughs> I, love affair while your husband was on the slopes with the kids? I know. Give it a little bit of a Lifetime TV movie, but in reality, she I was mean, like everybody airlifted. cheats on their husband. Just admit to it. <laughs> you want to tell us something right now, Patty? What? Everyone cheats on their husband. Did you want to tell us something yes. right now? Your husband and I have been having an affair behind your back. As long as an international coffee is involved, That's I am fine. <laughs> Hazel. I think, oh, I, I think... remember that international suave coffee. They so... had all kinds of nice little flavors. That was good. Um, I think they so still sell you're it. talking about falling, I, I have had my few mishaps. I've broken a few bones. Uh all of my own doing. Uh, but she's breaking. Not watching where I'm walking. It's not like she's she's like on the soccer field playing. It's not like she's doing something dynamic. She broke her wrist walking off a curb. <laughs> well, not paying attention again. That's all. What does uh, that teach you? Do you have you learned anything from your broken bones? Absolutely. What and it? yet I still do it. I still <laughs> walk into things. I don't understand. I don't understand why it doesn't sink in. Uh, it's always because I'm not paying attention and when I break a bone. So um, I'm huh. I'm picking my steps. I'm very careful where I'm walking now, especially with all the ice. And uh, when was the last time you broke something? Home. Pardon me. When was when was I don't like your tone at all. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you broke something? The last time I broke something, I just got back from Las Vegas and fell off a curb and broke my wrist. So I had to get a. Uh, a re- uh, you know, a some hardware wrist. put in there. And when was that? That was probably uh, three years ago. Oh, Jesus. And, uh, She's so due you're again. Due. Um, <laughs> I have a quick question for you before we release you back into the wilds. Yes. This is our check-in with you. Um, I told Patty the story of Roy Nelson. Is that his Roy name? Roy Nelson? You mean your voice coach? <laughs> you make it seem as though he's not really a voice coach. A legend. Yeah. The alleged you mean coach. your voice coach? Air <laughs> yeah, the guy that had all the eye drops and all kinds of ointments for for he had all kinds of problems from the neck up. He I bet he did. Bad eyes, bad ears, a bad nose, and he was teaching her how to sing "Lullaby of Broadway." Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> That's not Amy Grant. (laughs) But he would give me like 80s pop songs to sing. He was, yes. He had a a, a shitload of microphones there, and it made you feel important. (laughs) You you put your face in front of like 10 microphones, and I'm not quite sure where they were all going to. You only need one. (laughs) But he, you know, he thought he was hot stuff. But he was like two weeks old in the dirt. And uh, I don't wow. know where I found him. I think I found him in the yellow you pages. You found him in the yellow pages. My story trash. She wanted, she wanted singing lessons. So I said, well, let's find somebody. And so uh, he he had a little ad in the yellow pages. And uh, Do you still we have called him? him up. And he was happy to get a customer. <laughs> so in we go. What's his and name I again, remember Roy? What? I was, I was, Roy it was out in the waiting room. I was out in the waiting room with your little girlfriend, Michelle, came with us, and we could hear, we could hear the lady before you, and she sounded awful. And we and then you went in, and then we just all busted out laughing because I thought, what are we doing here? <laughs> Wait, what was the lady before me singing? She was doing the lullaby of Broadway, but her voice was, she was like, uh, 
She was three weeks older than Dirt, you know. <laughs> and we just, we couldn't hold it anymore. We just started laughing and I thought, what the hell does she make me do this stuff? What am I doing here? <laughs> well, thank you so much for this illuminating moth report. Um, well, you- sorry about that. I had, I had stuff frying. I couldn't hear you that well when I started, but... Um, I'm Maybe sorry about that. Um, from the fryer don't from you eat. What happened to your air fryer? Uh, you know, I forgot I had it. Never mind. Don't even go there. Uh, <gasps> oh. I just blew I, up I just a spot. That was that a I gift. Had it. That was a Christmas gift. Air fryer. Yes. I have it. I have it. Oh. But, uh, you know, they, they like the the fries that taste like McDonald's. So that means I got to cook them in hot oil. Okay. So. Don't <laughs> you eat them. Don't you eat I them. I won't. Hey, I was down point two today so Yay! that's good i guess you're gonna be Yay! up 0.5 if you keep all that shit. we're doing it in fractions now <laughs> one quarter a quarter of a pound of yeah. cheese all right well thank you very much for the illuminating moth report this has been a good time it's been a while since we've heard from your dulcet I know, tones it was really 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 good talking to all of you you have a great weekend bye bye patty happy bye happy valentine's, valentine's day. day hope it's extremely <laughs> sexual <laughs> <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, Jim! He's gonna really get it on this Valentine's Day. There's pictures. Oh, wow! 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 When you and your mom had um, the talk before you guys got we married, never. Never. I'm still waiting for the talk. Uh, we should call her back. <laughs> Next week. Tone in, listeners. Next week we'll do a grab bag where I talk about wigs and we'll ask my mother sexual questions and make everybody in the Ethernet uncomfortable. Everybody. I, I think the only people that are uncomfortable are maybe you I and I guarantee your mom. you we have listeners in Spain and France that are very uncomfortable right Prove now. Prove it. <laughs> Give me the numbers. I'm going to need to see the numbers like on Chartable. We're, we're kind of big. We're kind of a big deal. We've got a listener in Japan. We're if I big. say it enough, it's true. We manifest. We are powerful manifestors, you and me. I think that we are. I really think we are. Okay. I, think if, I mean, you don't have I'm to so, fucking raise I'm, your voice I'm so angry that, that the things I that, really think we are. I think we are, but here's the thing. We're manifesting stupid things. Why can't we manifest the good stuff? The money, the the ad space. Well, the, it's one thing at a time. We just got the real world. Setting, <laughs> settle we, down. Okay, I know. And we did get Vianetta, so I should maybe I mean, tamp it. Yeah, maybe we should spend more of our efforts focusing on, on I dessert mean, we, items. We've we really from talked the about Vianetta several times. We've talked about the real world several times. Okay, so, it's, so we'll maybe just we start. Maybe we spend start. more time talking about moving into our offices on Columbus. Yeah. And chip uh, away, chip right. away. Are we gonna, am I going to walk to work? Is, is someone going to give me a ride am there? Am I going to have a car, sir? Am I going to have Ryan's dressing room? Yeah. What's gonna Am happen? I going to have Kelly's hair? Will I move out of Hell's Kitchen? I don't know. Am I going to be I too popular for my block? I don't know. I don't know. We have to start manifesting right. in that direction instead of focusing so How hard. How tailored will my suits be? Will you be able to see my pecs through my, my lapels? I don't know. But meanwhile, we're, we're like, what about Fudgy the Whale? Can we bring <laughs> Fudgy the Whale back? What about Chunky? Is it chunkier than before? Do you remember that commercial? Chunky's back and he's bigger than before. We're going to make Chunky's and watch him a call it's huge. In the meantime, we don't have, you know, we're not covered by Sirius XM. But when I just said Fudgy the Whale, it reminds me. I was, of course, Googling where to get a Vianetta because that's what I do with my days now. Because it's important. I'm chasing a goddamn Vianetta instead of manifesting our inevitable move to Wondery. 
Sure. Um, and I was I was looking at it because when you Google one, you know, 1980s dessert item, a bunch of other ones come up and Fudgy the Whale came up, but I read, I read it as whale. Fudge the Whale. And I thought maybe that's his proper name. That. Like maybe that's the name that his mother gave him. And then a bunch of like, as a kid, he just I had a nickname of Fudgy. I don't like that. Well, that's like my mom. My mom hates the fact that people call me Patty. It's like, you know, your friends call you Patty. I'm like, yes, they do. Mm-hmm. They've been doing that for um, a greater part of the decade. Who started it? Because I know I was introduced to you as you being Patty. Um, My previous lover started that. Oh. And then everyone started, and I'm like, oh, I like that. I'm your previous lover, <laughs> lover for money. Uh, I Nobody calls me by my first name, which is why it really unnerves me when you do it. No one calls you, what are you, part of some kind of lesbian baseball team? Hey, Maguire, Who get does? out your shortstop, kid. What, you work in construction? <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? Maguire, come on. These rails aren't going to construct themselves. I don't know what construction For anybody who's are. listening who wants to know what Delilah looks like, Erin here is looks is she's built like Shelley Duvall and has a different set of Don't hair. Don't say that I'm built like Shelley Duvall when that news story just came out about her and she previous, looks like a previous, mountain Appalachian woman. Previous Shelley Duvall, not current. Yes, be specific. Do I right. look like 1970s Shelley Duvall? So, Do I? Probably Duvall. Right. Oh, Obviously. okay, okay. It's the same thing. All of them. There's only two Shelley Duvalls. There's no inner... <laughs> there's like, no There's meaning. no in between. There is a there's no like, oh, there she had a perm. That's not it. It's like stick straight, and now it's like I sleep in my car and eat out of the ashtray. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, for Aaron to come up with this charade of, yo, Maguire, let's go uh, uh, hit some bulls, and uh, we got to put some I-beams up on that tower. That's not what's happening. You paint yourself as if you're like... You're hanging out the Lobo Lounge with Roseanne and, her, and Jackie <laughs> working in the fucking... <laughs> it's not like that. Every, no, throughout my whole life, I've been McGuire. And I don't Who, know if that's I've never like heard, I've never heard a single a person. Boston thing I've where never nobody's heard a, like, hey, well, you've never heard somebody call me McGuire? Nobody, no. You either call uh, well, me McGuire do, or you don't yes, tell, you're say right. anything at all. I have, but usually it's um, followed after Aaron. So it's usually Aaron McGuire. <laughs> You're a liar I'm and a saying. thief, Fine. sir. Fine. It's true. You, you know, Charles Ragsdale calls me Aaron, and I find that unnerving also because he has a kind of a weird southern drawl every now and then. So it's like, Aaron. Well, like Maybe this, he's... It's all vowels. Aaron. Oh, sorry, it's hot today. I could go for Maybe he's practicing being Jenna Rollins. I don't know. Maybe he's just doing a Tennessee Williams play. Fine. I don't know. That's fine. I don't. But when you say my name, you really hit it hard. Aaron. Okay. <laughs> it's. How else do I want to say it? It's like a syllable. Yeah, but you really look in my eyes when you do Aaron. it. Aaron. I hate it. It's why I don't like when people call me Pat. I, as <laughs> soon as people say it, I look at, I look at them as if they're like. You're not supposed it's to be. It's as if a like pack. someone just like had like pissed on my white box. Like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and with your resting like, bitch face. Yeah. Like you should you probably know immediately that that was a You've bad idea. You've done something wrong. Especially when people say, Hey Pat, it's almost like they're it's like it's like that someone comes up and like slaps you on the back. How you doing? Slap <laughs> you're like I don't want I don't want anyone to call me that. I don't like I've never liked it. 
But um, also, it sounds like when you say it that they're saying allegedly that's your yeah. name. Hey, it's Pat. another air quotes. As if hey, I, all of a sudden, Pat. like as if like I like there's something I don't know. Like something's up. Like I just shit in the locker somewhere, and I and now that everyone just found out. I'm like, what's wrong? Hey Pat, did you mean hey, to do Pat? that? Did you mean to shit in my locker again? <laughs> again? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck my wife. I definitely didn't do that. <laughs> that is for sure. I can promise you. You can sir. roll that tape back. Ah, that's not me. Uh, no, except for that random that's girl when you were seventeen. That's your dad still... who tried to run your wife down. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, we got to get to the end so I can eat my bag of dicks. <laughs> so Same. let's get to Same. Instagram mail, shall we? All right. It's time. time. For Instagram mail, Instagram mail, and I love you, and I love you, the lullaby of Instagram mail. I forgot that the woman before me sang lullaby of Broadway. When she said that, when she gave me that memory again, it came screaming through my frontal lobe, and I was like, yep, she's still in there. These are the things that are going to flash on my deathbed, my final moments of life. Inst- I, here's why I hated taking voice lessons. Everybody heard you. Oh, always. Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> like, no, of course not. I'm like, this is, unless my voice is different than everybody else's. That is. This is soundproof, right? Right. And I always, I'm like, the thing is, especially if you knew people that were coming before you or after you, which I normally did. Uh huh. I was like, fuck. Oh my God, that's like a therapist's office. I'm like, I don't, hi. Like, that's how I'd come out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like a housewife. Like, hi, of whatever. You heard city. it, right? Like, hi, as if to say, yeah. you, you heard that, right? It wasn't good, right? It's fine. Did I'm, you like I'm it? I'm not going to audition for the show. It's fine. Just if you're wondering. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. You're fine. I'm not going to be one of the nicest kids in town. I'm allegedly too old, even though everyone's 40. <laughs> don't worry. I'm not going to do Grease for another 10 years or ever because I. I'm a little flat, apparently, and uh-huh. I don't have a Broadway sound. Or credit. I, <laughs> or credit. Yeah, or maybe a little too self-aware. Let's be honest. I don't fit the constants. <laughs> <laughs> Which is surprising because I have body dysmorphia and I can do anything I want. I I'm a shapeshifter. I I am Shelly Duvall. 1977. <laughs> please, God. All right. Instagram mail this week. Like all weeks, please, for the love of Christ, stop what you're doing. Go over to your Toodle phone and email us a question that we can answer on the air here. DearPodOfficial at gmail.com or on our Instagram. Slide into our DMs at DearPodOfficial. Because here's the thing. Start sliding now, kids. We are quickly sliding ourselves into our 100th episode. And on said episode, we are going to attempt to, password style, like machine gun style, answer 100 questions on our 100th episode. Now, these questions can be as stupid as, why is the sky blue? Why is Patty a homosexual? Birth. (laughs) See? Fast answer. Fast answer. So any question... Is on the table. Email us or send it to our our DMs. Slide into them and if you have more than there. one, load us up. Load. Now's the time <laughs> to be your fucking Diane Sawyer, Barbara Walters. What kind of tree would you like to be, Miss mm-hmm. Hepburn? Mm-hmm. Kind of fucking questions. Yeah, we're talking like inside the actor studio. Patty wants right. your load. Right, your favorite curse word. Yeah. Oh, what is Cuck your sucker, motherfucker? We could ask each other ten questions too. That might be fun. I don't want to. What is your favorite curse word? 
Well, I say fuck all the time, and my and Jenny jumps into her little teepee every. She's like, she packs up like oh she like lifts herself what? up from the. the Why? <laughs> she literally she feels like it's awkward as if she that? had like four pieces of luggage. She's like, <laughs> uh, 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 tick 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 off the couch and into the teepee. <laughs> It upsets her. Fuck, it does. It does of she, all if she the had like a little pearl necklace on, she'd grab it. She'd go, zip. <laughs> if she could zip up a jacket, she'd be like, I got to hit it up. Like, Have you stopped saying it for her sake? Erin, I, I just stop stopped biting my, my nails. Do you think I can stop saying the word fuck? No, I can't. Okay. Baby steps. I can't. Baby steps. Like this is why. Don't change things. I don't in a like when people who have children invite me over to their house and then they expect me to be a diff- like fucking a Mr. Rogers. Person. Yes. Listen, yes. you invite me over, you ask me how my day is, I'm not going to tell you it was great. <laughs> you know what you're getting. I, oh, like all of a sudden I'm just like this well-versed thesaurus. No, I'm not. <laughs> I have. I have told you I'm not smart. I've told you I'm dumb as a rock. And this is what you're getting. You're this getting fuck every four words. <laughs> So don't think just because you put me in front of an ex- incredibly jacked six-year-old who has amazing abs and lats Correct. that I'm suddenly going to change my tune and be a good person. Just because that sexy six-year-old is looking at me <laughs> like he wants to buy me a pina colada by the poolside <laughs> at wearing a toddler 2T. Shakes you got, kid. You want to go to you want to go to boxers with me? It's two for one. Boxers. <laughs> boxers. We should move on. Let's this move boxers. on. We've exhausted. We've your gone boxers. to. We've boxers. exhausted the kid in the boxers. All right, it's Instagram mail time. We have something in our our mail bag. Do you want to whip it out of your bag and answer it? All right. Oh. All right. Dear Pod, I have been with my husband for fifteen years. He has a huge extended friend circle, Ah! many of whom I've seen like once a year at some random holiday gathering. Remember those? Uh. I finally stopped saying, nice to meet you, because I end up in the doghouse, but it's a source of stress and disharmony for both of us. I can't really help it if I don't know these people. What to do? Signed, and you are, if I had a nickel. Mm -hmm. Dear and... Well, if you've been doing this amnesia routine for 15 years, why stop now? Maybe it's time you see a specialist and get checked for dementia. If after years of saying, nice to meet you, nice to meet you, nice to meet you, like you're a patient in Awakenings with Robin Williams, perhaps Mm. you and hubby can spend a few hours doing some memory flashcards for friends. Get your zip zap zop on and get busy. How about role play exercises? Have hubby play one of the many, many friends of his that you don't remember and come up with a quick greeting. You have to start to think on your toes. You're going to have to sharpen that dull brain of yours somehow to get it going. Maybe start with a compliment instead of a normal greeting. Make a quick observation of their scent, their ascot, the color of their isotoners, anything 
that your tried and true troubling intros have gotten you into because they're clearly offensive. Try saying, good to see you. Look at you. Hey, you. Wow, there you are. Where have you been? Good Lord, you look amazing. Is it really you? Now, I've seen all these in action. It's a skill to develop when you don't have a goddamn clue who the hell it is that you're talking to. You're going to have to practice, 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 so you don't sound like an uncontrollable idiot bumbling your way through a simple hi and hello. Listen, I forget everyone and every and have irked many a friend, but you want to know what? I don't give a fat rat's ass. Why? Because if you were remarkable, I'd remember just who the hell you are. And that's my last bit of advice. If you don't want to do flashcards or role play or any memory memory exercise, the next time you blank on a person's name, you can just say, "Whoops." <laughs> that's it. "Whoops." And you don't and you can do it with authority and not apologetically. "Whoops. Sorry, asshat. Guess you mean, you mean absolutely nothing to me. Hope you enjoy the party." "Whoops. There I go again, not knowing who the hell you are because I see you like once a year, like Santa Claus, but that fat son of a bitch, I remember. Why? Because he brings me stuff and doesn't bitch if I, if I forget the milk and cookies. Happy, happy. Love, Abby. Whoops. I'm touching your bells. I'm, this, is a, this is a topic that hits close to home with me because, yes, I am that person that's like, hey, you, look at you over there doing the stuff that you do, you, you. <laughs> Wait, did you... <laughs> Are you just quoting that that song from that thing you do? You doing that thing you, you do, do, breaking my heart into a million pieces. Wait, you what? I had nothing to do with breaking <laughs> what? I, I yeah, I am, I am, I have been this person. I have been that person, and I will be that person I again. I've been called out by the same person every year for probably ten years. I spent a month with somebody and forgot them within a week. <laughs> I ran into him a week later. I did a show with him, and then I ran into him a week later, and he's like, hey, how are you? And I was like, and my brain is going, scan it, scan it, scan it. It's like, it's like RoboCop, and I'm like, I'm looking him up and down and being like, where do I remember him? And I couldn't place it. And and I was like, you know, especially when you see somebody out of context with how you know them, you can't know them in another state. All of a sudden, it's like we've crossed state lines and I've forgotten who you have erased you from my memory. I only have so much bandwidth. And I'm talking to him and I'm like, he's like, oh yeah, hey, how you doing? It's all good. I just got back from doing this show. And he was like, I know. I was in it with you. I got back from doing this show. I know. I was in it with you. And I was like, I knew that. I'm just fucking with you. (laughs) Why? I knew that. I knew that. Like totally different voice. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just messing with you. That's when you don't make any like any sense whatsoever. (laughs) Then I just then I just like Shanae away while I'm going. He thinks I don't know him. He thinks, where'd she go? She just got an Uber. She's I don't know. She's in a cab. Whose car is that? And my head's out the window of the cab, like, hey, you, hey, you. I know who you are. He drops you off at the stop sign. Shit. That's a good sketch. Making a note for myself. Make a note. All right. Here's Anne's answer to And You Are. And You Are. Dear Anne, even I. And Landers, people problem person, have an issue with names. My biggest flaw is that when someone tells me their name, I forget to care. 
Please. <laughs> my God, my Jules is lucky I remember his name. And even then, it's only because it's stitched on his overalls. The good thing to come out of this pandemic is once we're all allowed to get back to our sexy wife swapping parties, for at least a year, we can all play dumb. Oh, hello. I'm sorry. I've been in a bunker drinking my own tears since March of 2020. Remind me of your name again? Or, wow, you look so different. Those cheekbones, those ribs. The pandemic has been so kind to you. And you are? Or, I'm sorry, I followed a clown into the woods at the start of this and completely reset my brain thanks to PTSD. Am I right? It's Joan, right? It's a get-out-of-jail-free card I plan on playing until 2023. After that, we can all go back to being horrible human beings. Eventually, we'll all forget this happened, and your mans can return to his who's who of who cares. But still, what does he want from you? You can't be expected to remember every Tom, Dick, and Harry, and Bob, and Bill, and Bernie, and Phil, and Vanetta Khanna, and Janine Shaheen, and Eric Nice and Salino, and Bonds. I mean, who does he think you are, Derek Del Gaudio? But if you'd like some tricks on how to remember the names of randoms, I've consulted my experts, a.k.a. Google. And here are a few tricks with act-outs. Trick number one, repeat the name three times. Hi, I'm John. Hi, John, John, John. Sure, people will think you're Rain Man, but who cares? You'll see him once a year. Yeah. Number two, make associations. Connect a notable physical attribute with the person. Like, oh, that's Balding Kathy. Or, hey, it's Fred, eight inches. <laughs> and finally, oh, wait, no, third, thirdly, make connections. Find someone with the same name already in your life. Like, oh, her name is Carrie, just like that whore who owes me $500 from off-track betting. And finally, try giving a crap. I haven't mastered that yet, so there's no act out. Good luck on you, you sorry son of a bitch, and happy memorizing. Ian! <laughs> Don't throw the computer. That was my the mic drop. <laughs> Throw the computer out the fucking window. I'm going to close that laptop and tell you I'm done, damn it. Bitch. Bitch. Why are you my bitch, bitch? I knew it with you. It is time. We have come. You can okay. finish sipping your weird-ass Diet Coke. You're creepy. Why is it weird? Because it's from that it's weird from McDonald's, McDonald's. Yeah, it's... that I drove through town to get. I don't trust a, a soda gun from a McDonald's. I don't, I don't trust, trust a soda that. gun in general. I can't even believe I went to this McDonald's. I nearly sideswept three people. I, I, you know, me and a good friend of ours, Chuck Ragsdale, went to a bar called Bubba's Sulky Lounge nope. in Portland, Maine. <laughs> the soda gun was like calcified to the point where I thought they're going to have to chip something off of it to try to get down to the base of it. It was when you... You tasted it coming out, and you're like, I'll have a vodka soda, and it comes out like the water that the Fratellis give the kids and Goonies. It's just not right. Clean your soda guns, 2021. You're going to have to anyway. They're so gross. Gross soda guns. They travel like through a 100 miles worth of tubing from a plastic bag in a basement. In a basement, yeah. And, and the power that it takes to push it up through that tube. And when it just sits there with just like this, no wonder why it doesn't taste right. It's got uh, remnants from 12 other bags running through. No, it. no, yeah, they just refill the bag. Yeah. Speaking of refilling bags, you know what it's time for? <laughs> <laughs> to call your mother. Yes, it is. 
Hey! Hey! And then time to touch Jules's bag and change out his colostomy. That's a punching bag, right? It's time for a specialty cocktail, specialty drink. I know I like you do. I buy that kid something to drink. When you're done cheese grating off of that kid's six pack, you will enjoy this week's specialty cocktail. Also known as the Happy Accident. Because that's James Joe. Oh. oh, I know, really. That's everybody at this table. James Jules Ferris tripped over this recipe online and thought, why not? It couldn't hurt. Oh, famous last words. Jesus. Why do you tempt fate like that? For this, okay, get ready. You will need one ounce gin, one ounce Aperol, one ounce lemon juice, and one ounce cyanide. Cyanide. Not cyanide. Very different drink. That is a very different drink. Trust me, I've had both. They're enjoyable. Now, in a shaker, you want to combine all ingredients, add ice, and shake straight into a rocks glass, garnish with a lemon peel. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> this is what happens when you have gas pains in the middle of the day. All right, here are the tasting notes. Get out the band-aids and the hydrocortisone, because I got one for you this week that may leave a mark. Looking through the recipe, you may think gin, Aperol, lemon juice. Why, Jules, these are lovely ingredients. But what the hell is cyanar? Cyanar. Right there, my friends, is where this cocktail has the potential to crash into a tree. Cyanar. Cyanar. Is the Italian Amaro. Bitter! That is made from, wait for it, ooh, artichokes. Oh, God, what are we doing? That's right, that's weird. Thistle-like vegetable that not only contains a heart, but also has a choke. Choke your heart with cyanide. Which just Cyanar. might be your reaction when taking a sip of this tart bittersweet weekly offering. Weekly. What? Offering. But are you? But if you do find this alcoholic health tonic to help soothe your weekly bruises, well, that is truly a happy accident. Lift up your cyanar. Say it like Casey Kasem. Cyanar. <laughs> this week on Casey's Top Ten, it's cyanar. Saying I'm gonna bleed your colon. <laughs> so open your gullet and wash it down. And be wow, sure and pay off that six-year-old. <laughs> If you're a six-year-old out there doing your abs, your lats, and your tries today, this one's for you. Casey Kasem. Shinar. Oh, my God, that's wicked good. <gasps> this is very much a wee drink. This is you and me because it's like... Don't include me in this. <laughs> look me in the eyes and say my this name. This is an us thing, Karen. This is, this is us. We are so like this. this we are crazy. Is, you're an, I'm, an, I'm a party girl. This is... <laughs> This is really good. No, Trish, you're just a fucking alcoholic. Exactly, a party girl. Woo! I'm just. I'm such a party girl. <laughs> I just can't help it, you guys. Like, I say whatever's on my mind. This is delicious. I really like this. Because you know what this is? This is, is gin and cyanar. And what else? Cyanar. And I feel good that it's an artichoke, because now I feel like I'm really getting something done. Yeah, now I've really gotten uh, It's It's cyanar, aperol, now. lemon juice, and gin, so it's almost like... You've had you've had your you know it's um, not sweet Negroni it's in a way and you're like uh-huh. I w- I want something just right of a Negroni so it's not like as sweet as a Negroni which is why I think I like it more it's got more bitter in it yes, it's yes, angrier yes. this is an angrier Negroni this is an adult beverage it this is. is something that you don't give to a kid 
Unless you're trying to, <laughs> unless you're trying to get with their drink. <clears throat> what are you drinking? A Negroni? Milk? All right. A milk Negroni, please. Make that too. <laughs> <laughs> this looks like shit. <laughs> so tell me, tell me, is it? Do you abduct and adduct? So you drink uh, milk then? Okay. okay. How much? That's, that's oh, it's connected you. to her. Oh, <laughs> miss. Sorry about that. I thought he was older than that. So what does know his father look like? From. Are you guys still together? Can I meet the whole family? How big is the family? Just bring them out. <laughs>